98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. Carrie Lam says she still wants dialogue despite the weekend violence. Leaders of the G7 group of industrialised nations give their backing to Hong Kong's autonomy. And Australian academic Yang Hengjun is formally arrested for spying in China. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, says the government is still planning to set up a platform for dialogue despite violent protests over the weekend. Before the weekly Exco meeting, she said she and two other officials met yesterday with several youngsters who reiterated protesters' five demands, including political reform. Mrs Lam stressed the government had zero tolerance for violence. Starting a dialogue doesn't mean that we will condone violence. If violence continues, the only thing that we should do is to stamp out that violence through law enforcement actions. You would just imagine if under the pretext of communication or starting a dialogue, that we are not going to enforce the laws in Hong Kong, that we are, not, we are going to tolerate all forms of violence and disruptions in Hong Kong. That will be the end of the rule of law in Hong Kong. Mrs Lam did not directly answer a question as to whether the government is considering invoking the emergency regulations ordinance. The Tsingtao Daily newspaper quoted sources as saying the government now believes that invoking the ordinance is a feasible measure. It states that the chief executive in council can make any regulations they want during a state of emergency or public danger. Asked about this, Mrs Lam said the government is duty-bound to examine all laws which can stop violence and social unrest. Asked by a reporter about whether she had offered her resignation in the past 12 weeks, Mrs Lam reiterated she remains committed to serving the people of Hong Kong. She also rejected suggestions that her administration has lost control over the situation here. I think a responsible chief executive at this point in time should continue to hold the fort and do her utmost to restore law and order in Hong Kong. And I wouldn't say that uh, my government has lost control. Uh, day in, day out, we are not only supporting the law enforcement bodies, we are also acting responsibly to deal with other issues. Democratic Party lawmaker James Toe said it would be a bad move for the government to invoke emergency laws, saying he thinks it's effectively imposing martial law. Mr Toe said if the administration takes away people's right to peacefully demonstrate, it will cause trouble for Beijing because of the ongoing Sino-US trade spat. It certainly would be a stupid move in view of the great conflict between China and U.S. on the trade talks and on a range of related issues, including even Hong Kong. Any move which tends to further suppress Hong Kong's autonomy and human rights will be undermining the possible conclusion of any trade deals between China and U.S. Well, if that is the instruction coming from the top Chinese leader, well, of course, I have nothing to say, except very sympathetic with Hong Kong people. But if it is only the initiative of Carrie Lam, just like her initiative on the extradition bill. I think that would be the very worst measure offered to the country in this background. A member of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, Lam Tai-Fai, says the secretary, sorry, says the Justice Secretary Theresa Cheng and Security Secretary John Lee should be held accountable for failing to make appropriate judgments since the controversy broke out. Mr Lam was among a group of prominent figures who had a closed-door meeting with the Chief Executive to discuss setting up a platform for communication with public and protesters. Mr Lam advised the government to replace some top officials to bring in a new governance style. 
A co-founder of the Occupy Central Movement, Benny Tai, has refused to speak out against the escalating violence of anti-government protests, saying not all violence is wrong and each incident has to be evaluated according to context. Well, I think we need to know that the understanding or the definition of violence is not that simple. And also, whether violence should be condemned or whether violence uh, is wrong depends a lot of contextual factors. So I think we need to have a public discussion process to uh, find out all the relevant contexts that would uh, help us understand or ascertain whether the use of violence in a particular incident is legitimate or not. Mr Tai spearheaded the Occupy movement as a civil disobedience campaign of love and peace, with non-violence as a core tenet. He's currently on bail as he appeals against his conviction over the 2014 protests. The Centre for Health Protection says the number of new HIV cases has stabilised, although it's observed no downward trend. The centre said there were 137 reported cases of HIV infection from April to June, nine fewer than the first quarter of the year. Dr Kenny Chan, a consultant with the centre, said the figures have reduced compared to the 2015 peak because of increased awareness among high-risk groups such as men who have sex with men or MSM. The uh, annual reports of HIV reached a peak in 2015, 725. And so I think the message kind of was very clear to society as a whole and also to the community of men who have sex with men. They got the message and uh, so did the rest of society. And uh, what has happened was that we believe that the awareness among the MSM actually has increased. And at the same time, the publicity efforts actually have intensified. Leaders of the G7 Group of Industrial Nations have given their backing to Hong Kong's autonomy under the 1984 Sino-British Joint Declaration. In a statement at the end of a summit in the French city of Biarritz, they also appealed for calm and the avoidance of, avoidance of violence in the SAR. The British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, said the G7 nations want stability here. We expressed collectively deep concern about what is happening in Hong Kong. And the G7 nations all want to support a stable and a prosperous Hong Kong. And we remain collectively committed to the one country, two systems framework. And I was pleased that uh, that was reflected in the conclusions of the summit, uh, which was, as I say, uh, very productive indeed. President Trump has spoken optimistically about the chances of the US reaching an agreement with China to end the trade war between them. He said China had taken a very large hit in the past three months and very badly wanted to make a deal. I think President Xi is a great leader who happens to be a brilliant man and he can't lose three million jobs in a very short period of time and that's going to be magnified many times over and it's going to break down the Chinese system of trade and he can't do that. I think they want to make a deal. I'm not sure they have a choice and I don't say that as a threat. The Australian academic and political commentator Yang Hengjun, who was born in China, has been formally arrested there for spying. Confirming the development, Australia's Foreign Minister, Maurice Payne, said Dr Yang had been held for more than seven months. The BBC's Phil Mercer reports from Sydney. Dr Yang has been under investigation for allegedly harming China's national security. But Australian officials have been told he's now suspected of espionage. 
The former Chinese diplomat has been detained in Beijing without access to family or lawyers since January. The Australian government said the writer has been held in harsh conditions. Media reports have suggested that if convicted, he could face years in prison or the death penalty. A judge in the U.S. state of Oklahoma has fined the drug company Johnson & Johnson $572 million U.S. million for fueling an opioid epidemic. Oklahoma's Attorney General Mike Hunter said the firm was being held accountable for causing thousands of deaths and cases of addiction. The company says it will appeal, but the ruling is being seen as a test case for litigation against other drugs companies. Oklahoma's State Attorney Reggie Whitten lost his son to the epidemic in 2002. I'm very grateful for the court for what he did and uh, depends on what you know these other companies do now am i optimistic no i'm not i i think i think they'll uh appeal this thing and fight till hell freezes over the British opposition leader Jeremy Corbyn said he will do everything possible to stop a no-deal Brexit. The Labour Party leader said that leaving the EU without agreement would destroy jobs and put Britain at the mercy of President Trump and US corporations. The Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has said Britain will leave the EU at the end of October. This report from the BBC's Nick Eardley. The Prime Minister has said it is touch and go whether the UK will be able to negotiate a new deal in the next two months. Labour and most other opposition parties, though, are determined to stop a no-deal Brexit, and today they'll meet in Parliament to discuss strategy. Although Mr Corbyn's plan to install himself as emergency Prime Minister appears for now unlikely to succeed, several sources from several parties are hopeful they can coalesce around a plan to pass legislation to force Boris Johnson to ask for an extension if no deal looms. The Brazilian Environment Minister Ricardo Salles has welcomed the financial aid promised by the G7 countries to help tackle wildfires engulfing parts of the Amazon. We will accept it. We do appreciate that. It's very important for us. And uh, we, we expect to have these uh, resources available as soon as possible. The funds, in order to provide an additional efforts, uh, uh, financial efforts to contribute to the fight against the fire, and also the equipment in terms of aircrafts and technology, are very welcome. A study in the United States has found that people who are optimistic tend to live longer than those who are not. The study was based on data from more than 70,000 people, and the research may have public health implications. Laura Kubzanski from Harvard is the senior author. One of the main findings that we are particularly excited about is that we think optimism tells you that the absence of the negative is not the same as the presence of the positive, meaning people who were more optimistic, were more likely to live longer lives, and that was over and above any effects you would have seen from depression. Currencies and the euro is trading at $1.11. The yen is trading at 105.7 to the dollar, and the pound is worth 9.58 Hong Kong dollars. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was up 10 points at 25,691. Turnover was $39.7 billion. And now, with the latest sports, here's Joanne Wong. 
tennis first and Serena Williams made light work of her much-anticipated U.S. Open showdown with Maria Sharapova. The 37-year-old American needed only 59 minutes to route her Russian rival 6-1-6-1 to continue her quest for a 24th Grand Slam singles crown. It was Williams' 19th consecutive victory over five-time major winner Sharapova. French Open champion Ashley Barty and third seed Carolina Pliskova both had first-round scares. Pliskova needed two tie-breaks to beat her fellow Czech Teresa Martinchova. Australian second-seed Barty overcame a horrible start to oust 80th-ranked Zarina Diaz of Kazakhstan 1-6-6-3-6-2. Not the ideal start, not the perfect start, but it is what it is, and, and we were able to find a way after that to, to get into the match and, and be more patient um, and really just kind of lock down and, and wait until I got the right balls that, and the right patterns that I wanted, uh, and that was probably the biggest change in the second and third is that I was able to get more of those patterns more regularly and, and um, you know, in the end, build pressure to... Uh, to create more opportunities to break. And there was a shock in the women's draw. The BBC's Gigi Salmon reports from Flushing Meadows. That's a former champion in Angelique Kerber. The 14th seed here is out. Now, she's having a really difficult time of late, and she was beaten by Kristina Mladenovic, who's now coached by the man who was in the corner of Naomi Osaka when she won both the US Open and then the Australian Open at the start of next year. In the men's singles, Swiss third seed Roger Federer defeated qualifier Samit Nagal 4-6-6-1-6-2-6-4 to secure his spot in the second round. Among other big names safely through on the first day are the men's top seed, Novak Djokovic, who powered past Spain's 76th-ranked Roberto Caballes Banya, 4-6-6-1-6-4. Fifth seed Daniel Medvedev required just 85 minutes to dispatch India's Prajnesh Guneshwaran, 6-4-6-1-6-2. To football and Inter Milan have made a strong start to the Serie A season, with Belgian striker Romelu Lukaku scoring on his debut as they beat newly promoted Lecce, 4-0. 65 million euro signing from Manchester United scored on the hour mark as Antonio Conte celebrated victory in his first game in charge. Two Hong Kong cricket internationals were banned from the game for live yesterday after being caught out breaking anti-corruption rules. One of their teammates has been given a five-year ban. Michelle Chen reports. The International Cricket Council said the breaches related to games against Scotland and Canada, which Hong Kong actually won. The three players didn't try to fix the result of the game, but did influence the outcome of particular overs during the game. The ICC did not say whether the offences were related to gambling, but said the players failed in return for a reward to perform. Irvin Ahmed, who was previously banned for breaching the same rules in 2016, was found guilty on nine charges. Irvin's older brother Nadim Ahmed on three. The pair were banned for life. Teammate Hasib Ahmed received a five-year ban. And that's your look at sport. Thanks to Joanne Wong there. And now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. Carrie Lam says she still wants dialogue despite the weekend violence. Leaders of the G7 group of industrialised nations give their backing to Hong Kong's autonomy. And the Australian academic Yang Heng Jun is formally arrested for spying in China. That's the latest news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3. Thank you.
Your dad's like 